0: The Spruce
1: Tree Media Network: A marvel of industry, a marvel of nature, rich in indigenous culture,
0: home to some of Canada's largest industrial projects.
1: Kitimat, what's the future? Kitimat, what's the future? Brought to you by Cedar LNG. I'm Devin Wall, your host, and I'm here with uh, Blair from Sands and Associates. Blair, thank you for joining me for this episode. Oh, my pleasure to be with you. Thank you. So now tell me for people who don't know what is Sands & Associates?
0: Yeah, it's 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 really, um, I'm excited to have the opportunity here to share a little bit about the firm because, uh, you know, we've been around in BC, it's about our 34th year of operations. And what we are is we're the people that you call when you've got a debt problem. So if the collectors are calling, if you just feel hopeless, you're not sure what you can do to pay down your debt, you're feeling stressed to no end. Um, Sands & Associates is a firm of licensed insolvency trustees. And that's a mouthful, but what it means is we are the most qualified, the best professionals you could see if you're facing a tough time in your life when you've got more debt than you're able to handle. Uh, We've got offices all over the province, 25 offices in just about every community in BC. Uh, But what's also exciting is, especially during the COVID pandemic, um, the regulations in our industry have changed. So before COVID, we had to meet everybody in person. Um, Now we're doing a ton of our work. We start over the phone, we meet people by video, we do electronic signatures. Um, So we're helping more people than ever in bc and more communities than ever in bc so our kitamat office is one of our newest offices just within the last few years but we've been really happy to be able to start to help the local community in kitamat as they start to deal with some debt problems Uh, a lot of people had issues before the pandemic but certainly the pandemic didn't make very many people better off so we're just seeing a huge amount of client demand these days for help
1: now obviously with um with that kind of thing there's a little bit of a stigma around it Mm -hmm. Um, what What's your advice to people to overcome that?
0: Yeah, there is a huge stigma around, you know, being in debt first off and then reaching out for help. Um, You know, a lot of people feel like they're alone, like they're the only person in the world that's having, um, you know, money problems. Well, I can tell you in the province of BC alone, there's about a thousand people every month, month in, month out um, that seek the help of a licensed insolvency trustee uh, and either file a personal bankruptcy or what's more common, about 85% of cases is a consumer proposal, which we're going to talk about a little bit later and let people know what that is. You know, from our research, People delay about two years from the time when they know they've got a debt problem and they need help. uh, They wait about two years to reach out for help because just to your point, there's a stigma and people feel ashamed and like they're going to be judged. Um, You know, the best thing I can say is I've never had anybody uh, regret reaching out for help. I've had so many people regret waiting so long. So when you sit down with a trustee, especially at Sands & Associates, it's a respectful, empathetic, non-judgmental meeting. We're not here to make anybody feel worse about a situation they already feel pretty bad about. We're here to focus on solutions. Um, And it's a private confidential meeting. So just seeing a trustee, just having that meeting, getting some advice, no one needs to know about it. It doesn't impact your credit score whatsoever. The bank's not going to know that you're talking to us. But what you will find in just about every case is you have a lot of surprises in how consumer friendly the legislation is in Canada to actually let people restructure their debt and get that. Fresh start. So the worst thing is just to suffer alone, to suffer in silence, to feel hopeless. Um, you know, if we can shortcut a bit of that for just anybody listening, to let them know, you know, reach out for that free meeting. You're going to feel better. Um, and it's not the case that even anybody
1: needs to know about it. So now you say that you know people usually wait to to reach out to you guys um, because of that stigma, because um, maybe they just don't know enough information about it. What are some of the common myths about? Um, claiming bankruptcy or going bankrupt, um, and seeking the help of a firm like yours?
0: Yeah, let's give a couple of them, you know. So the the first thing um, is that bankruptcy is going to be public. A lot of people think, you know, bankruptcy is going to be in the newspaper, their neighbors are going to know about it, their employer has to know about it. You know, in general, almost zero bankruptcies go in the newspaper. We do several thousand a year. It's maybe five have to go in the newspaper, very specific sets of circumstances. So in general, it's not going to be a very public proceeding. And a lot of people think that you have to lose all of your assets if you file for bankruptcy. And it's actually quite the opposite. Most people are able to retain all of their assets. It's not an automatic thing. If you file for bankruptcy, you have to give up your house and your car and your furniture and and things like that. In most cases, the province has certain exemptions that say the whole point of going through a bankruptcy proceeding is so that you can reestablish yourself after and if going through a bankruptcy means that you lose everything, you know, even all your work tools, you know, how is that going to help you reestablish yourself? So there's a lot of common sense in the law that most people do retain their assets as they go through bankruptcy, you know, within reason if someone's got, you know, a pleasure boat that's worth well more than what their debts are, well they might have to sell that asset but a lot of the times people can retain what they have. Uh, I think the biggest myth is just that bankruptcy is the only option and as i mentioned just a couple minutes ago it's a very small percentage of our clients it's about 10 to 15% and going down uh, in terms of the proportion of people that we see that actually have to file for bankruptcy in the province of bc it's about 85 90% of individuals who seek the help of a trustee um, they learn about a consumer proposal which most people had never heard about before and they choose that option to avoid a bankruptcy so it can be a bit counterintuitive, but actually the best person to help you not file for bankruptcy is a licensed insolvency trustee because a trustee can show you the other options like a proposal that can help you avoid that bankruptcy altogether.
1: So can you tell me the difference between uh, bankruptcy and a proposal?
0: Yeah, with, with pleasure. So, you know, the biggest difference, first off, in a bankruptcy, it's where you throw up your hands and you say, you know what? I can't even afford to pay back a portion of this debt. There's no reasonable way I could restructure this debt. You know, um, I have some people where they've had an ICBC accident, they weren't covered and they owe several hundred thousand dollars or maybe even a million dollars or so. Um, they would not be able to restructure that debt and pay off even a reasonable portion over a reasonable period of time. So in those situations, bankruptcy, makes sense. So bankruptcy, if the situation is so severe, there's a high amount of debt, um, or there's a very low amount of income so that, you know, any sort of restructuring the debt wouldn't be possible, you know, bankruptcy is your last resort. Uh, What a consumer proposal is, um, is I always describe it as the best debt relief strategy you've probably never heard of. And that's why I'm so thrilled to be on the podcast today, because a proposal allows you, and it sounds too good to be true, but it is true, allows you to consolidate all of your debt. So every debt you have to any Anybody, including the government for taxes GST even serve overpayments all of that stuff can be consolidated in a consumer proposal but there's two powerful differences compared to just you know consolidating your debt and paying it off in full with interest in a consumer proposal by law you pay zero interest so this is just a huge difference to people where sometimes their credit cards are at 18 or 28 percent or they might have some payday loans at 49 percent You know that immediately goes to zero uh, but it gets better than that, it's actually you pay back what you can afford to repay. So the average client that we see probably has in the range of 40 to $50,000 of debt and asking them to pay back 40 to $50,000 of debt, even with no interest, that could be pretty tough to do, especially with cost of living and family responsibilities. So with a consumer proposal, you work with the trustee and figure out, well, what can you actually afford to pay back? And a typical guideline is about 30 cents on the dollar. So if it was about $40,000 of debt, uh, a very typical proposal might be for $12,000 of repayment. And the way a proposal works is nobody loans you the $12,000 to pay off the debt. You work with the trustee. The trustee puts together a payment plan that's supervised under the law. All the creditors have to abide by it once they accept it and that $40,000 of debt might work out to as little as $200 a month over a 60 month or five year term of the proposal. So over those five years or 60 months, you pay back $12,000 on 40,000, you didn't file for bankruptcy and all of the costs of administration are included. You get the same protection as you would have filed, as you would have gotten if you had filed a bankruptcy, nobody can call you, take you to court, take your wages or do anything, but you've avoided that bankruptcy proceeding And the people you owe money to are also a lot happier because if you filed for bankruptcy, they might've gotten zero back and you're offering them about 30 cents on the dollar. So it's really targeted to be a win-win. The win to the individual is they don't have to consider a bankruptcy filing. The win to the people they owe money to is they actually get more back than if the person had filed for
1: bankruptcy. So now, um, obviously a bankruptcy affects your credit um, quite substantially. How does the proposal affect your credit rating as well? Yeah, and
0: that's a question that everybody has. I'm so happy we can give some really good background today. So anytime you don't pay your debts back in full, your credit is going to take a hit. Um, And sometimes I like to have a discussion with people about understanding, you know, a credit rating, it's a temporary measure and it can change significantly over time. So if someone files for a bankruptcy, you're right, it's a significant impact on your credit, but it's not there forever. Once you finish a bankruptcy, it drops off your credit six years after you finished it, but realistically, Most people can rebuild their credit within about two to three years after a bankruptcy because, gee, when they finished a bankruptcy, they got no other debt. They're actually a pretty good financial risk. So if they start to rebuild the right way, generally they'll be able to get credit within a couple of years. Um, A proposal is slightly less severe than a bankruptcy would be. So it actually reports the same as if you had worked with a not-for-profit credit counselor and just repaid all of the principal up front, but you got a break on the interest. It still hurts your credit the same as you, if if you had done a proposal and only paid back, you know, 30 cents on the dollar. Uh, The way a proposal clears is it's the earlier of six years from the day you sign the proposal. So if a proposal is for a maximum term of five years, literally a year after you're done paying it off, it's off your record as though it never happened. Uh, And during that time, you can rebuild your credit. So, you know, the day after you file a proposal, if you try to apply for a mortgage, you know, you're probably not gonna get considered too well because you probably don't have a down payment saved also. But if during a couple of years in the proposal, you've been able to save a down payment, uh, you followed our advice, which we give you in a few financial counseling sessions about rebuilding your credit, uh, there's no reason why someone can't have a very successful recovery from a proposal, um, even before the six year period is over.
1: Excellent. Uh, What advice do you have for for people who maybe, you know, like they may be starting to feel the pressure, you know, they're starting to realize, oh no, there is no way back. What's your best advice for those people?
0: You know, the the first one is to be kind to yourself. So everyone that I see, they always beat themselves up. And, you know, in some situations, there can be an element of mismanagement in someone's debt problem. But in many situations, people did everything right. It's just external events really cause them to be in a tough situation. You know, we had a global pandemic that caused huge impacts for everybody. uh, That more traditionally, if someone loses their job or they become ill, perhaps a family member or a child becomes ill or a relationship breaks down. All of these can be very difficult financial matters for a household to absorb unless they have a significant emergency fund. And with the cost of living in B.C., it's so hard to build up that emergency fund. So I think, you know, less judgment for the individual on themselves is good. uh, But I think it's also recognize what are the warning signs because they might look different than what you think. So a very small percentage of our clients are people that are actually being sued for their debts. They're having, you know, horrible credit ratings. Um, They're getting collection calls. You know, 20 or 30 times a day. There's a portion of that. But for the vast majority of people, they're reaching out to us because they just feel like they need help. They just feel like they're not getting ahead. They might be making all of their minimum payments every month, but they're looking at their statements and saying, well, I'm going to be in debt for 150 years at this rate. Literally, if you have a big credit card debt, you can be in debt for hundreds of years. Um, so they're just saying, you know, I'm feeling hopeless about this. Um, sometimes they're feeling stressed, they're not sleeping, they're having anxiety. They're fine and they're not as good of a, you know, husband, father, or sister, brother, whichever their family relationships are, they're just not at their best. So the way that we summarize it is if you think you have a debt problem, you probably do. If you're feeling that stress, you just don't know how to get ahead, you feel like you're just treading water and making minimum payments. It at least it's at least worthwhile to have a discussion with a trustee. Because as we said, it costs you nothing. The person is just there to help. And if nothing else, you're gonna leave with a lot more knowledge about the remedies, what you can do, what your rights are, and you know what you have to tolerate versus not a trustee is going to give you all of that information, which you just won't be able to get anywhere else.
1: So now if people um, do need your guys' services, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, you can find us online
0: at sans-trustee.com. You can submit a consultation request just right on the homepage there. And we've got a ton of information on our homepage, lots of blog posts, um, a lot of our really good content. You know, Google indexes it as the most reliable debt content in BC. So there's great information online at sans-trustee.com. Um, you can also give us a call toll free anywhere in the province, 310-0911. You don't need the area code, just 310-0911 from anywhere. Uh, we're often able to offer even a same day or a next day consultation with a very qualified staff. Um, and we've got offices all over the province, including in Kitimat. And the majority of our clients these days, they're very happy just even to see us remotely and save any transit costs so uh, we can react quickly. And we've got a great staff that's ready to help people if they're ready to ask some questions about a debt situation that they're facing.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you very much for for joining me on this episode. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity to tell our story. Excellent. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks for taking the time to listen to Kitimat. What's the future brought to you by Cedar LNG. This podcast is a collaboration between Spruce Tree Media Limited and the Kitimat Chamber of Commerce. To learn more, go to www.whatsthefuture.ca. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you'd like to be a guest, go to our website, whatsthefuture.ca, and click Be a Guest. I'm Devin Wall.